Republicans Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. Congressperson Green would like to make it illegal, uh, a, a violation of the law, to be kind to trans kids, to help trans kids. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Celebration week, young Alan from Alan's Artisan Soaps is home. The surgery seems to have gone well, praise God. Proverbs 10, 18, he who conceals hatred has lying lips, and he who spreads slander is a fool. The figurehead was caused to give this speech, which continues to me to be a reason to praise God Almighty for showing us so very clearly that, yeah, everything the Bible predicted about times such as these, uh, they're here. I, I am just, I'm awestruck at the obviousness of a senile old grifter in front of a blood red background standing in darkness uh, with a party that's that's purchasing with your money, spreading atheism around the world, who stands opposed to God's word in every capacity and cannot speak truth. Sitting there saying he, he is lecturing us on the soul of a nation, that he is seeking souls. He is. I, I know that's a bit of a repeat from earlier this week, but he is. I, I am just awestruck. As I go through and I show prep about this, because things like this, I didn't find this. As I was getting ready for the show, just before I sat down to record, this came up on Twitter just as I was about to do this, and it ties it all together. You just heard it, but I'd like you to hear it more clearly. It's Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, and when I say that, I have to say God rest rush because that was rushes. Here he is talking about misinformation and disinformation, but what sounded like a warning to many people is in fact a statement of how it's done. That man's capacity for vile evil just constantly is <laughs> constantly and ever expanding listen 
very closely to this, please. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. He speaks about losing the possibility of truth. Well, that's that's a fascinating thing for a guy like Barack Hussein Obama mm, 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 to say. The possibility of truth, just to lose that. Now, does that sound at all familiar? I, I, I get it that people get sick of this particular topic, but it is the absolute best example for what we're dealing with. Eight years ago, when they started to force people to pretend men are women, I said at the time, they will steal our capability of knowing what's true. Please look at the, the leftist portion of the party. And I say that because to me, the party is the deep state, tech, academia, finance, big finance, um, and the Mockingbird media. So Mitch McConnell is a cozy part of that. There is some truth on the Republican side, but the only real truth comes from God Almighty. The leftist portion of the party has no capacity for truth. And they are doing everything they can to extinguish the possibility of communicating truth. In the state of California, they are criminalizing Doctors who choose to tell the truth about things like COVID and things like the non-existent gender reassignment surgeries or gender affirmation surgeries. Both of those are lies. They cannot speak truth. And this is just this this is just a sign of the separate country of California that it comes on the heels of this speech the figurehead was caused to give. These, these are attempts to ban the speaking of truth. So now for our legislature to have so clearly, so blatantly, so egregiously not learned its lesson and to say that, oh, no, we are still going to be uh, as a government, the paragon of truth. And in fact, we are going to go out and punish you. We're going to take away your license as a doctor. We're going to stop you from seeing patients if you don't toe the line of what we say is the truth at this moment. Uh, it really just is beyond belief. That's a California state uh, representative, Kevin Kiley, speaking on OAN. And if you look at this series of lies, some of them are simply hilarious because they come from people who are so clearly lifelong grifters. Some of them are absolutely ruinous. This is a lifelong grifter named Charlie Crist. I was in Florida for a Republican National Committee event and the, the party down there flew me down and gave myself and my family tickets to Disney World or, or passes, I should say, for two days to Disney World. 
And um, after I got back, the, the, the party there started to call in some, hey, we need some extra help. Uh, guys, you think sending me to Disney World for a couple of days is going to get you extra help? Number one, I don't do that. Number two, I, I'll help you digitally. That's what I do. That's, that was our, our department's job. But while I was there, I got to watch this guy, Charlie Chris, speak. Charlie Crist is the perfect embodiment of all of this. I stood there in the audience watching a guy who was pretending to be a Republican, and it was so evident to me he's pretending to be a Republican. Uh, he lives in Florida, and he has a fake tan. That's, I mean, you don't need a fake tan if you live in Florida, but he lived in Florida with a spray-on tan, um, skinny jeans, and light pastel colors, and spoke like a man who had no care in the world for what he was saying, only that he be seen to be as normal. And now this is Charlie Crist making claims about Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida. Every day, not a day goes by that a Republican doesn't come up to me and say, I'm a Republican and I'm voting for you, Charlie, because this guy is too extreme. I mean, he is taking away a woman's right to choose, which is unconscionable. He signed a law, in fact, that says, you know, you got a 15 week period, but there's no exception for rape or incest in this law. It's barbaric. It's unconscionable. He's making it more difficult for African-Americans in my state to vote, uh, not having drop boxes in minority communities throughout the state. And he's redlined out two black congressional districts, one held by uh, Al Lawson in North Florida and Val Demings, thank God, who will be our next U.S. senator in Central Florida. But these are the kind of things that he's doing. He's banning books. I mean, it's just, it's unbelievable what he's doing in Florida. Floridians do not like it. Ron DeSantis has among the highest approval ratings in the country for governors. So sometimes it's just funny. Ron DeSantis hasn't banned books, but just look at the pattern. They cannot tell the truth. And I know that's almost cliched in politics, but compare it to the speech that the figurehead was caused to give. Dear God in heaven, we have the country being split in half into people who can no longer tell the truth and they cannot see the truth and they cannot understand the truth. And the Bible warned us so specifically about this. John 8, 44, you are of your father, the devil. And you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature for he is a liar and the father of lies. There's no banning of books. Curating books isn't banning them. I can prove this. Walk into any library and ask them if they have all the books in the world. And if they don't, boom, book banner. And Charlie Chris speaks of taking away a woman's right to choose, which is a euphemism and a lie. He means abortion, and we know that. But the, the lies roll from their tongues because they cannot speak truth. He speaks of a 15-week waiting period, but there's no uh, exception for incest or rape. Well, in 15 weeks, in a sane world, a child who had been incestuously abused by a family member in a sane world, in a non-fallen world, 
who has godly relatives and godly friends and lives in a godly community would be able to seek help. Now, granted, some kids hide that stuff. Some, some adults hide that stuff. But the waiting period is immaterial to that if you're talking about the gestational period of a baby who's now has cognitive abilities. Charlie Chris says not a day goes by. It's not a day. Go, there's not, there's not a, probably a day that goes by that people don't ignore you. Charlie Christ or laugh at you as you walk by because I'm certain there's days that there's no days that go by that actual Republicans come up and say, Hey, remember when you were pretending to be Republican? Good times, Chuck. They cannot speak truth. One of the biggest liars in the leftist portion of the party, Gavin Newsom, who, by the way, um, have you researched the family that raised him? We're going to be talking about this coming up. There's a reason that Gavin Newsom is what he is. One of the biggest liars and grifters, let's remind ourselves that his winery stayed open as he shut down other people, his wineries, his businesses stayed open. Let's remind ourselves that while he was putting, uh, while he was blocking the faces of children and not letting them develop mirrored synapses so that they can have empathy because lack of mirrored synapses makes it hard to have empathy, if not impossible, he was smacking on $500 per plate meals up in, um, up in the wine country. So they want to ban, as we talked about last week, the sale of new gas-powered cars in the state of California. And the lie here is that they can do this with, without destroying people. And the lie is that this is about anything other than toppling the free market for cars and changing the business model. They want the business model to be, you can't own a stinking car. They do not want you to own cars. The World Economic Forum doesn't want us to own cars. They, they hate our mobility. They want us locked in the places where they put us. Dr. Michael Schellenberger makes a great point about California. He writes, if California's 30 million 398,249 motor vehicles, just 1.9%. <laughs> that's 563,070. 1.9% are electric. Using the state's own estimates, California will need 17 gigawatts of additional electricity to power all those electric cars. Diablo Canyon nuclear plant, which the state has tried to shut down, is only 2.3 gigawatts. The most efficient of energy creators in an entire plant is 2.3 gigawatts. And at the same time, as they're pretending they want to turn everything over to electricity, they're banning nuclear. What they want is so very evident they want control of everything. God did not create shortages. He created abundance. God created nuclear power. There is not a power source in the world that doesn't inherently create some risk. Ask birds about windmills. Speaking of that, I just saw on one of the Idaho pages um, that they are going to be shipping these massive, ridiculous, stupid windmills 
uh, from down south Lewiston area up through Moscow and um, up through our state. And we're, we're being told to expect massive delays if you have to follow the caravan of diesel trucks taking these massive windmills up to Canada. So these are manufactured in electrical plants that are powered by coal. The the power from solar doesn't get hot enough to melt the alloys needed to build this garbage. It's transported using diesel trucks. It's installed using diesel equipment. When the things need to be fixed, which is every other day, (laughs) they, they, they use diesel trucks to go do that. And then they land in massive landfills. There is no truth. This is remarkable. As I look at this and I look at a man, Joe Biden, who is a career liar, who says he is, he wants to, he wants to go after our souls. He wants the soul of America. (laughs) It doesn't get more obvious. A liar and thief and the murder from the beginning. It doesn't get more obvious. Praise God. One of the key lies of the left is is that Donald John Trump was the first candidate, first office holder to ever question elections. The outcomes thereof and, and the Mockingbird media played right along with the big lie. You are required as a Mockingbird media member to say, President Trump, of course, uh, completely lying when he talks about the election being stolen. Uh, A complete fabrication. Uh, Totally unfounded. What about the big lie, though? Uh, Margaret, let's talk about the big lie. You know the story. You know about the Democrats doing this. You know about that. This isn't to repeat. This is how to confront the lies. Carrie Lake is a trained communicator. Uh, I've said that I have my questions about Carrie Lake. Uh, look, everybody can evolve. Everybody can be redeemed. God can redeem anybody. Everybody can evolve. Carrie Lake may well be who she says she is. She may well now be the conservative America first candidate. She says she is. She is the nominee on the Republican side. A reporter asked her a question and the reporter does his duty as a Mockingbird media member to state that, of course, President Trump's claims are completely unfounded. And then Carrie Lake goes to work answering this. And, and this is a clinic that Carrie Lake puts on here because there's the Trumpian way of going at things like this and Trump's style of speech, President Trump's style of speech. I like Carrie Lake's. I, I like it because she is very, very, how would I put this? Almost killing with kindness. And this is, how would I say it? This is an emotionless dissection of this reporter. And if one can discern an emotion in it, it's almost regret. And I, you know what it is? It's almost truth wrapped in grace. the way she says this to this reporter. It's almost truth wrapped in grace. We'll get to that because this is a great clinic, a great example of answering these lies. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm stuck on 
the darkness of the stage and the blood red backgrounds and the fact that that man said, I want your soul. I want the soul of the nation. A lying, probably pedophile wants the soul of the nation. Okay, that's that's not a pass-fail test? Wow. So the SOTA Weight Loss Program, S-O-T-A-WeightLoss.com, SOTAWeightLoss.com, stands for State of the Art. There's a lot you'll come out after you drop the unwanted fat. And we talk a lot about the process and the dropping of the unwanted fat from your body and what that means health-wise. That's increased sleep. I know that because I've taken off 150 pounds. It's increased mobility. I know that. Because while I was a gym rat before, it was all just banging out heavy weights, which is probably why I just had shoulder surgery. And I couldn't do the fun mobile stuff that I do now. But we don't talk enough about the after effects of knowledge. Knowledge gained through practice. You, after the soda weight loss program, and after you take off the unwanted fat that you and they agree that she's the right number for you. And by the way, what, the, what is that right number? It's the exact mix of muscle and fat that will be sustainable for that fat loss so that it doesn't boomerang. That's what they concentrate on. That's the magic number. And so do weight losses, founders or healthcare providers from way back. That's the number. So that's the science, if you will. That's the baseline they're seeking. You will end up being able to walk into any restaurant and say, I'll have this. You will be able to assess and tell the difference between hunger and thirst. What did I just say? Yes. Often people mistake what they think is hunger for thirst. You will be able to on days that you know, you know you're going to eat some stuff that's trigger food for you. You'll be able to deal with that with some nutritional tricks. I think I've told you that given my own devices, I would take, you know, kids birthday cake and, and dehydrate it and grind it into a fine powder and snort it up my nose like Cheech and Chong. I love that stuff. I can't get enough of it. So if I'm in a circumstance where I know that I am going to have a slice of cake because it's a grandkid's birthday, well, I don't have grandkids, but if it's a young kid's birthday, I'm going to have a slice of cake, but I know how to bookend it. So I do not get the insulin high, which you end up chasing. That's where a lot of us are at when we put on like I had 150 pounds of extra fat in my body. Why? Because I love the insulin high. I didn't know that. I didn't know that's what I was chasing. So you end up with knowledge as well as better health. It's sodaweightloss.com. It stands for state of the art. And I think I just explained why. S-O-T-A weightloss.com. Carrie Lake. A question from a Mockingbird Media member who does his duty to say that President Trump is a big, big liar. You said you feel like Joe Biden is dividing the country, but do you feel like Donald Trump is doing the same by falsely telling people that he won that election when he lost it? How does that divide the country? Questioning, questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country? Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. 
Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the uh, legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We're, we have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. So I don't see how asking questions about an election where there are many problems is dividing a country. What I do see dividing a country is shutting people down, censoring people, canceling people, trying to destroy people's lives when they do ask questions. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're going to save that Constitution, and we're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that. If you're in the business of living in lies and you can't any longer discern the truth, you want others to join that sphere. You want others to live with a similar confusion. And it's, look, this is so easy to prove. Nancy Pelosi's daughter <laughs> demanded that the Electoral College overturn Trump's victory in 2016. Stacey Abrams still says she's the, uh, the governor of Georgia. The current spokes liar in the White House still says Stacey Abrams is the governor of Georgia. I think we hear this stuff so often that it's almost a reverse of forced for trees Right, You can't see the forest for the trees. I think that it is this. We can no longer see the forest. We can no longer have amazement at the gargantuan heights of this block of lies, this wall of lies. I think we've lost the ability to be breathless at this. But when you stack these up and you can say in full clarity, there is not an honest claim on the left, the leftist portion of the party. Well, then it would come to reason that the other side, if there is another side, would spend a lot of time confronting this with, 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 with methods that are easy to prove. I just saw a tweet from the National Republican Congressional Committee. And hey, look, I want to give credit where credit's due. These guys are at least trying to have some framework for an election at least trying to have some strategy, something to, you know, some tent under which people can stand, some organizing principle. But here's what they said. And this is Mike Berg. He is with the NRCC. And this is the chairman there, Tom Emmon. He says, this is a security election, economic security, security in our cities, border security. Okay. And they write, Democrats have failed on all three. Okay. All right. I've heard all of this. I've heard it my whole life. Economic security. Yep, that's, that's, everybody says that. Security in our cities. Yeah, now even the Democrats are saying this. And I know that they went down the defund the, the police, and I know that they want chaos. 
border security. I've heard that from Republicans my whole life. This, it, I didn't even bother playing the sound clip. That's stuff that you can argue about. That's stuff where the Democrats can say, oh, economic security. No, we do that for the poor people. You take care of the rich. That's a false lie, but it's something that they can argue. Security in our cities. Oh, we're doing that. We're banning guns. Kathy Hochul with um, the, the, the dictator of New York, New York State has said, as of now, people under 21 cannot buy AR-15s. And then right after she announced that, uh, a, a Hasidic Jewish family, a mother and her kids were shot in the drive-by shooting. With it, with a pistol, not an AR. But the pieces of this that are not, they're not debatable. They're happening and there is no wiggle room. These guys will not get on this. They will not talk about the lies that are so easy to show. So I wrote back on Twitter and said, meh. Decent, but we're not going to talk about chemically and surgically mutilating kids, calling parents terrorists, teaching seventh graders to have orgies, forcing people to get injected with harmful, deadly, useless mRNA. That, that, that stuff's not on the table. This stuff is provable. And more so, it's showable. You don't have to rely on the claims of a guy in a, hey, look, he, he's wearing a white shirt and a red tie and a black blazer. Look at that. I can't take my eyes away. He's sitting in front of a blue screen with an airport in the background. I can't take my eyes away from it. When there are lies that you can show people that go to the core of what God has implanted in the hearts of parents, the state of California is seeking to criminalize rude speech. Truly, they're seeking to criminalize rude speech at, at school board meetings. They're, they, there's no definition. It's just that the person with the gavel finds your statement to be uncouth or rude, and therefore it's criminal, and therefore you are extracted from the meeting and you're banned from coming back. These statements they've made are on video. And Republicans can't be bothered. The party. The leftist portion of the party has lost the ability to see truth, to speak it, to understand it. Their victims are falling into the same category. The Republicans in Washington, D.C., are mostly gone because they live in lies, because they do not stand on the foundation of truth. They do not stand on God's word. They have no concrete foundation other than the expediency of a two or four or six-year election cycle. That's their truth. Their truth are the polls. Their truth are what their donors want. Polls, Americans agree on this stuff which is why it's a winning strategy to talk about. Bring the videos, the, the thousands and thousands of videos people injured by these injections. Bring those videos. Bring the videos of the detransitioners harmed by this stuff. Bring the sex ed videos into your ads. This is what they're teaching your kids. 
but somehow this all eludes them and it's not hard. I will show you how easy it is. I'll share with us how easy it is. If you do not have a barometer for truth, you're going to fall over. And the Bible's so clear about these times. Book Revelation, but for the cowardly and unbelieving and abdominal murderers and immoral persons and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars, their part will be in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Man, the, 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 the ability to tell the truth in times such as these, the way is so narrow as I'm just thinking about this. Sometimes I get overwhelmed. I'm seeking wise counsel in my life now on a consistent basis. Wise Christian counsel from, from Christian brothers. Um, I have a Christian therapist. I'm to be a woman. I'm seeking this wise counsel on all big, big things. And particularly on the topic of finance. I'm, I'm working on a series of prayers for myself where I'm confessing to the Lord that, that though I've been told to not fear, I do fear. And I've been told to not let my heart be troubled, but my heart is troubled. And so I'm asking for help with faith. So the Bible tells us to seek wise counsel because uh, with many minds, you get wise advice, particularly many, many Christian minds. Now, Boer Capital Management, they don't go out, they don't have a you know, Christian fish in their logo. Uh, they don't walk out and say, we're Christian money managers, fund managers. They don't do that because while the Lord is their banner, Zach Abraham does not want to make a dime because he's a Christian man. He does not want that because it does not speak well of people who do that in my judgment. And it is. So what is the work that he does? It is that he takes an honest look at the financial environment. He uses his expertise to engage in risk management. He is clear-eyed. He knows about the money conjuring. He knows about the supply chain problems. He, in fact, has warned us about this. He knows the game, and he's not afraid to say, here's the players. Here's the poisonous players. And to tell you, hey, I wish it wasn't so, and this is the financial system that we have. And if you want to grow your money, this is the way you have to do it just about. I mean, look, go pick individual stocks. Maybe you're one, the one who's figured that out. Maybe you are. And, and if you are, God gave you great talent. But risk management is their focus, particularly for people five to 10 years from retirement. That's Bulwark Capital Management's obsession. So my advice is if you're five to 10 years out from retirement, simply get in touch with them and interview them. You do the interviewing. I'm just telling you about my friend, Zach, and his company. Interview them. Talk about what does risk management mean to you? What, what, what does that even mean? Interview them. They're at 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bower Capital Management is an investment advisor, representative of Tech Financial LLC and SEC registered investment advisor, and that they are. This is a surgeon. A plastic surgeon. Well, no, let me get to the first. No, let me do this in the right way. This is a guy who has um, nearly what, like half a million followers on Instagram, and now he's on TikTok. Super, super slick. He's got the liar's tongue. 
He's super good at it. He always dresses in pastel color dresses. He has made no effort whatsoever to, to take wrong sex hormones for himself. He's, he loves to have the five o'clock shadow and women's makeup. This is his thing. And he's got a following. And I've played his stuff before because he is very, very persuasive, particularly in talking to confused young people. Here he is, the master of the lie. And I know, that's a, Herman, this is a dude on Instagram. No, this is the Democrat Party. This is Big Pharma. This is the lie. Like when Christ Jesus encountered a sinner, he was so cruel. The Lord Jesus was so cruel to sinners. He would go to them and say, do you want to be saved? And after he saved them, he'd say, now go and sin no more. So cruel. Right? Right? Marjorie Taylor Green. The issue is Marjorie wants to, Ms. Green, Congressperson Green, would like to make it illegal, uh, a, a violation of the law, to be kind to trans kids, to help trans kids. She wants to make it a Class C felony. That means a lot of jail time and a lot of other trouble. I, I've been thinking about this a lot, and the main issue, I think, is allies not speaking up. I got the channel. I'm speaking up. I need you to say, I know trans people. I may not know all the vocab. I may not know all the details. I may not know exactly what to say, but I know human dignity. I know human respect, and I know not criminalizing kind parents is important to me. That's what I need you to say more and more often. Thank you. That's what he needs us to say. Kind parents. They have no truth in them. Your child comes to you and says, but I like heroin. Well, honey, then you take it because you're just being you. But, but when I cut, when I slice my arms, I, I get relief from my mental pain. Then, honey, let's buy you some clean razors. Because I'm a kind parent. This is a surgeon. Oh, he's a kind surgeon. He's a member of the party. He's backed by Big Pharma. He's backed by the leftist portion of the party. He's backed by that senile old grifter who spoke on a blood red background in a dark room and said, hey, I would like to have the soul of America. I'm here to rescue the soul of America from the other side. It doesn't get more clear. This so-called doctor's name is Scott Mosher. And he's bragging here. Scott Mosser, M-O-S-S-E-R, Mosier Mosser. He's here to reveal the secret mission of the Gender Confirmation Center in San Francisco, California. Because the great lie is no one does this to little kids. Well, that's why Libs of TikTok got banned for showing that Boston did it to little kids. And before I play this, so my brother Kevin 
and other people who've shared with me, Todd, I just have to turn the trans stuff off. Brothers and sisters, the trans stuff is the symptom. It is also the beginning of the breaking of brains. It's what Barack Obama said. You get to a point where enough people cannot tell the truth from a lie. That's where his team has put us. Let's listen to the so-called doctor. Me. So I'm uh, super committed to gender surgery. In the past, I used to do cosmetic surgery. I'm a board certified plastic surgeon, and I've always been drawn to things that are deeply impactful. In the GCC, Gender Confirmation Center in San Francisco, we kind of have these like secret missions. Now, now that it's on a slide, these public secret missions, which are uh, one of them is that we try to we try to live with our values 30 to 40 years in the future. So, and that puts us in a mindset of um, extreme affirmation because affirmation at that time is a foregone conclusion. This is a time in the future when gender is just a thing. Nobody makes a big deal out of it. People are being screened as children and adolescents for their gender journey and appropriate steps are taken to get them involved in a multidisciplinary process to get them where they need to go. That's, that's the future. Um, I do not have a minimum age of any sort in my practice. There's no chronological age that says you don't get surgery. Now, having said that, I don't think I've ever done a consult on a 12-year-old yet, but we would if one came our way. We just haven't had reason to. Um, and then we've done a number of 13-year-olds who, who we did consults on. I think I've done one or two 13-year-old surgeries. For the most part, it's 14 and up that by the time everything comes together, plus insurance approval, plus everything that surgery actually gets completed. Um, we do not require any particular identity. We only require that somebody has gender dysphoria and uses a multidisciplinary process for us to yeah, assess you have a question? Please, yes. You say, what was the youngest age a transmasculine kid could consider this surgery? So there is no youngest age um, at all. Um, with parental consent, somebody could even do a, con a consult with me at age 10, 11, or 12. Age 10, 11, or 12. Now, when he talks about a multidisciplinary approach, what this means is you have a couple of meetings with a so-called therapist, many of whom take a percentage. No, they take a financial rake on the hormones those kids are going to be addicted to for the rest of their life. Some of them take a percentage of money from the surgeries. I know this. Because eight or nine years ago, when I began investigating this, I talked to a dissident therapist who left her practice because she dealt with highly vulnerable young women who, and young girls and women who had developed signs of borderline personality disorder and autism, the very people on whom the gender jackers prey. And one day, her ser her service, she was in a um, a, a therapy um, uh, like co-op where the therapists join together and they have sort of an LLC shell. And the LLC handles things like bookkeeping and appointment setting and, and property management. That way they can just do the therapy. So she was in this group and they had a meeting and they were hiring their own endocrinologist. Unbeknownst to her, people in that practice who had been transing kids had been taking a percentage 
of the revenues from the drugs those kids were given for the rest of their lives, but they could make more money by having a staff endocrinologist. And then the posters went up in the lobby of the therapy center and they said, don't like your body? Are you sure you're in the right one? Showing kids in the most awkward age, puberty. There is no truth. A man who was trained to destroy the United States of America by Saul Alinsky. A man who admires the dictator of Cuba and flew down to go to baseball games with his brother. A man who drained our finances to give to Iran illegally. A man who started the takeover of our bodies with Obamacare, which was tied to student loan debt. That's how they nationalized it in Obamacare. That man was not warning anybody. That man was being the clever, devious person he is who operates in pure darkness. Can Barack Obama be redeemed? Yes. Is he running things? Yes. Is God going to redeem him? I don't know. Was he warning us or was he telling his side how to get it done? You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt, plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. The game's won. Well, it's not over yet. There's still goodness in the world. There's still Alan's Artisan Soaps. A-L-A-N-S-Soaps.com slash Todd. It is, man, it's an anecdote to this. It really is. From darkness to light. So my friend John and his wife would have been told, and in fact, we're told by the medical establishments, abort your child and the pregnancy. But then we wouldn't have Alan. And now the party says, well, 19 months isn't too late to kill a child. Thankfully, Alan is 12 and just came out of surgery and went back to work at Alan's Artisan Soaps. A lot of things give this kid joy. Minecraft top among them swimming. Want to know why? Because he can be mobile. Because he's so, so impacted by autism and these other physical concerns um, that to be mobile, like in the water, it's a joy to him because on land, he doesn't move as well as he would like. But in water, he's a dolphin and he's creative. He loves his soap company. He loves the sense and the original sense that he helps create and give birth to like vanilla lime, lavender, rosemary. That's the one inspired by uh, Alan's grandmother. I can show you a picture of his grandmother cutting uh, watermelon and red rosemary in her kitchen. And Alan remembered that smell, the cedarwood jasmine, which is my very favorite, is, is comes from his memory of a, of a chest 
you know, a keepsake chest. So very unique sense of soaps. All of them are all natural. Alan's skin can't stand things that are harsh or unnatural because of his health concerns. So if it works on Alan's skin, it's, it's almost guaranteed to work on yours. And there's a special relationship we have. At alansoaps.com slash Todd, you get 10% off of everything there because of the partnership with the show. So try it. Try the other products. They have like, they bought the Allen soap, get the soap racks. So go to allensoaps.com slash Todd, A-L-A-N-S soaps.com slash Todd, because the truth matters. And the truth is all life, human life is precious to God Almighty. Plus, it's a great way to say welcome back from surgery, Allen, A-L-A-N-S soaps.com slash Todd. Like I said, some of the lies are so, so funny. Here's the spokeslier with the White House talking about who really shut down the schools. Be optimistic about um, the, the National Assessment of Educational Progress uh, is, it has this new testing that shows that nine-year-olds lost ground in both math and reading in pretty dramatic ways as a result of the pandemic. Um, Lockdown. What is the president going to do about it? What is the administration going to do about this severe learning loss? And does the administration shoulder any blame for not pushing schools to reopen sooner? So let's step back to where we were uh, not too long ago when this president walked into this administration, uh, how mismanaged uh, the pandemic, the response to the pandemic was. Uh, how 47% of schools uh, were, uh, in, in less than six months, uh, our schools went from 40 46% uh, to, to open to nearly all of them being open to full time. That was the work of this president. And that was the work of Democrats, in spite of Republicans not voting for uh, the American Rescue Plan, which $130 billion went to school to have the ventilation, to be able to uh, have the tutoring and, and the teachers and being able to hire more teachers. Ah, $1 billion in fraud went to prisoners in prison and, and murderers got, got COVID monies of the hundred billion that they allocated about 67 billion is as yet to be spent. They can't find ways to spend it because they can't have enough money orgies. Oh, but yeah, it was all, all, all the evil Republicans who, who held the schools closed. Hey, look, an ad from the Democrat Party. New cases in a single day. Four million cases. Desperate to reopen schools because he thinks it will save his reelection. We have to open the schools. Critical shortage of PPE. Threatening their funding. When they don't open their schools, we're not going to fund them. Ignoring how the virus spreads, risking teachers and parents' lives, going against the advice of experts. It's had very little impact on young people. Do you trust him to do what's best for our children? Because this is not a test. Trump is failing. I aced it. I aced the test. It's, it, can it be easier? Yeah, it does seem like a Gordian knot, I admit it. You tighten one side, the other side gets looser. You loosen one side, the other side gets tighter. I, I, I know. You know, because the Republicans are liars too. So what do we do? We recognize 
that we serve the Father, the Son, with the aid of the Holy Spirit. We recognize that the more time we spend in God's word is the more time we spend in pure truth. The more time we spend in pure truth, the more holy we can become because God seeks our holiness. He seeks a love relationship with us. The closer we become to God, the more holy our relationship with him, pardon me, the more holy we become through him and through his grace, the harder it's going to be for the worldly stuff to make it through to us and the more comfort that we can have in this. Yes, they're fallen people. We also have sin issues. The system is not going to rescue us. And yeah, I do try to find humor in things. I've been waiting to play this. We just played this ad with those guys going after Donald Trump. Um, this, Despite what he says here, about very fine people. This is just remarkable talent. I don't know a thing about Jamie Foxx. I know that, didn't he play Ray Charles? I think he did. Um, He appears to be an unbelievably talented man. Can you imagine what it would be like if Jamie Foxx took a knee to God Almighty and decided to give his life to Christ, the things he could do with the talent that God has given to him. This is Jamie Foxx impersonating President Trump. Try to ignore the stuff he says. It's incendiary. And just listen to how gifted this man is at mimicry. This is amazing. It's a lot of great people on both sides. Lots of great people on both sides. I know Harry O. He's a great person. He couldn't vote for me at the time. Now he can vote for me once he gets out. I love Snoop Deal Double G. Great person. So do you love Death Row Records? I love people Death Row. I love Death Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. I love Death Row. What's your favorite Death Row record, uh, Mr. Trump? All of them. All of the death row records. Don't try to pin me down. Let's see what he just... Excuse me. Excuse me. Fake news. Fake news. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Jamie Foxx, if he were to steer his talents, um, allow the Lord to steer his talents. What about you? What is the job that God is seeking you to work with him on? You know what I think it is to begin with? Making sure that you and your family and your neighborhood and your church are grounded in God's truth. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind, and be prayerful that you and I, and this is really for me. Man, I get it. I, I get the adrenaline. I get the, I, my body doesn't produce much adrenaline, but I get dopamine when I sit down and I read the political news. I get it. I get jazzed. And I'll confess something to you. Sometimes sitting down with the word of God, I don't get as jazzed. But I will confess this to you as well. The more times I do it, the more I draw from it. And this morning, I couldn't put it down. I do hope that you'll pray and ask that the Lord will give you the love of his word as much as we all love this country. In fact, a thousandfold more.